God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Well, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. It's a lovely week here in Nashville. How's the weather in Austin? Good? The weather is sunny with a chance of real fat. Dude. <laughs> I fucking did Jack Ingram's podcast and I was like, please tell me it's just audio. And he's like, no, it's video and audio. And sure enough, I get down there and guess what they got? 38 cameras. Each one basically all wide angle. The main shot though is just a wide angle shot with him on one side and me on the other side. And guess what that does when you're on the edge of the frame with the wide angle lens? It adds 30 to 40 pounds. Now, I'm already working with an additional 40 to 50 pounds. You add another 30 to 40 on top of that, and guess where I'm at? Orson Welles at the end of his life, dude. Like if Orson Welles would have been as fat as he was at the end of his life but still looked young and hot like me, that's what I looked like. In a t-shirt. Dude, if I'd have known I was going to look like Orson Welles, I would have worn a fucking... What are those coats that have the little zigzaggy white and black patterns? I, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though. Like fucking British detectives wore them back in the 1800s. Still not ringing a bell for me. Come on. I don't know. A shirt with little wet black and white or white crest crossies on them? No clue. I don't know the, the coat the detectives wore in the 1800s. What Chris Stapleton wears at all of his shows, that's what I would have worn. I would have looked like WWC's The Undertaker if I'd have known what what I was dealing with. Instead, I wore a t-shirt. Yeah. You're obviously real hung up on the way you look on the podcast. I get it. Oh, look at you wearing that Lunar Satan t-shirt, baby. Okay. I didn't even I notice that. I would have worn a t-shirt, but then I would have worn something called the Sweet Shield on top of that, which hides... Which, you know, confuses the eye. So you can't see all the little outlines. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I look like an old fat guy. I don't, I don't even know what Jack's thinking. Well, He doesn't look good either. I was just looking his podcast up because when you start describing this, I'm like, oh shit, that's a lot of production for a podcast. He must be blowing up. He has like 40 reviews. What's he doing with all the multi-cameras? What's I don't understand. What's going on there? I don't know. I mean, I think he's trying to grow it, but Jesus Christ, dude. Nobody wants to watch the fat guys talking. Dude, guess where my camera is? Straight on. I don't get near the edges. You get near the edges, dude, you're going to fall off the face of the fat planet. Right, which is flat. Yeah, but it's not flat. It's a fat planet. <laughs> it's my new It's my new thing called fat earth. Are you a fat earther? <laughs> dude, <laughs> according to Jack Ingram, I'm a fucking fat earther. Jesus Christ. Well, just tell him not to put the video out. Can I just share my screen with you? It's not great podcasting, but yeah, so Bob's going to share his screen with me because he wants to show me how fat he is. You're not even going to believe this, dude. This and uh, I'll don't worry, babies out there. I'll walk you through the uh, the video. The I'll walk you through it. All right. I'm seeing. See you. Yeah, you look fine. Just audio. No, we do. We do. Right, let me take this off. <laughs> that is a bad angle. No doubt. Horrible angle. <laughs> look at that, dude. I look like goddamn Jabba the Hutt from Star Wars 2. That is a bad There's angle, back. man. That's bad. 
And I'm not saying because you look super fat. I'm just saying like as a producer, it's just not good for anyone. Like that wouldn't flatter anybody, dude. So you're, I think you're being a little hard on yourself. That's like a really, really shitty angle for sure. It's, you can't come up with a worse angle. So let me try to describe, because I know you already described it, but now that I'm watching it. So it's just a single wide shot of a tiny, a tiny I'm thinking of like a, a little table in like an Italian villa where you would have some like no, fresh no. pasta. It's, so it's, it's a table where it's what you did was you took a TV tray and you put a fucking shitty tablecloth on yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a little card table. There's a gray, not even a nice, it's like a really bland gray. Okay, there's a multiple angle where it's cutting to your face. Um, it's a little gray cloth, and then it's like they're both sort of sitting out. It's like the set of Friends, how like anytime the Friends show is happening, they're never really facing each other. They're sort of facing out. And so you guys are kind of sitting facing out. He's got some like nice stuff on the wall. And I can see what they're trying to do. They're now they're doing like coverage shots where when you're talking, it's your face. He's talking his face, and then there's two yeah. different wide angle shots. If it was shots. just shots like this where I look bad, that's fine. I don't mind looking bad, but Jesus Christ, dude, really back? You're gonna backlight my fucking belly, dude? He fucking backlit my belly. Yeah. Well, you know Jack knows the angles too. He, you know, he's like working the angle. You know what I should have. I should have looked into the fucking camera and seen what was going on. So I could have put the fucking shut this shit down immediately. Dude, if I'd have seen one shot, I would have said, hey, look, we're doing audio, no video. And if that's not cool, bye bye, dude. As fat as I am, I'm not as fat as this. It's definitely not a good angle. Um, We probably should talk about something else or we can keep talking about this. Dude, that's like saying. Oh, I just saw an alien, but let's talk about something else. Okay, let's keep talking about it. What else is there to say? I'm just appalled. I don't know what to do. And of course, I don't want to like be, hey man, get rid of that video or let's do it again so we don't look like, so I don't look like a goddamn fucking walrus. Well, is it already out? No, they sent it to me yesterday. And they're like, are you cool with this? And I'm like, no, I'm not cool with this. Oh, problem solved, baby. Look. Take it down. Don't, don't, did you have some sort of amazing conversation? I'm guessing the conversation yeah. was dude, okay. Conversation, dude, it was horrible. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, it's weird. So his audience is, as you can tell, it's like all country music, 100%. And I'm wearing like my, my no thanks rainbow shirt. And all I'm talking about the whole time is art, making art. And I'm using words that I don't even know the meaning of trying to sound smart. I'm just, it's not that podcast is not good for anybody. Yeah. You told me that you were using like big words, like ribald and stuff with, for his audience, but here, take it, man, have him take it down, dude. It's not worth it. If you don't feel good about it, man, I don't just tell him, say, I don't think we look good. In fact, you could pitch it. Here's how you pitch it. Here's how you smooth it. Here's how you grease the wheels. All right. You say, hey, Jack, I saw, I saw the thing. First of all, I don't think I came off great. I was kind of doing this thing that I don't really like about myself. So first of all, I don't really like the combo, and that's on me. Second of all, I don't really feel good about the way I look in it. So why don't we do it again, offer to do it again. Then you can reset the combo, and you can definitely say, hey, and I, I got to have it different. Maybe just those two shots of our faces. And then you can kind of, you can feel comfortable about it. it dude, it's your thing. You're the guest. And they send it to you to approve it. Now, will they be bummed? Yeah, because I've done that with guests where I'm, I've sent a thing to the guests and been like, hey, let me know if you want to change anything. And when they have a lot of notes, it annoys me. But they're the guests. It's their world. 
And uh, I want them to walk away from my experience an experience with me feeling good about it. So now if you and Jack came to a, some sort of point in the combo where you're both weeping openly because of some sort of deep spiritual truth that you've a lid upon, then that might be worth leaving. But I don't think that happened. No, it wasn't. It wasn't very good. So what do I say? I'm not comfortable. I'm because I'm texting right now. Yeah, I would say I would. Say, I mean, I can dictate it for you. All right. I'd say, hey, dude. And I'd put an exclamation point because that these are important. Hey, comma, dude. So that lets him know immediately that the vibe is good. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Okay. All right. Then you say, just checked out the the podcast that we did. However you want to do that. Just checked out our podcast together. Checked out the podcast. Okay, got it. And I would do, and man, comma. Yeah. I've got a few issues with it. <laughs> All right. And we'll review this when we're done. And uh, we may make some changes. I do this with my wife. I do this with a lot of people. And man, I just got a few problems with it. And then I would then I would actually use the number one. Should I say problem or issues? Mm. I think issues is better than problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then I would do number one. I would say number one. I don't really feel like the number one or the letter, the word number. I would do the number one, just the actual number, one period. Oh, one period. Okay. Yeah. I would say I don't really feel like I did a great job as a guest. I don't think that I, that's that's one hundred percent true. By the way, I felt that way as yeah. soon as we were done before I saw this. That, well, this is video. why this is going to work and be great is because it's one hundred percent rings with the the bells of truth. There's no there's no you slip sliding out of it. This is all true. So you're gonna say I didn't really feel great about how, how I did as a guest. However, you want to that was a little clumsy, but however you want to do that. I don't think I did a good job as a guest. I and, was a little. I, I, yeah, you need to elaborate. I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, or you could just you could really condense it down and say I was a little out of it that day. That might be the be- the most simple, effective way to get across. The truth is, which we've talked about in the episode, is you were kind of posturing. You weren't literally letting people see who you were, and you were sabotaging yourself because you're afraid that they won't love you. Don't say any of that. No, no, I'll just say I was a little out of it that day. And okay. then two, and then say and, and, no, no. I would say one last sentence um, after that one. I would say, and that's on me. Oh yeah. Just so, just so that you're leading off with like, here's yeah, what I didn't yeah. like about me. Because we need to get to part two, which is on him for sure. <laughs> All right, part two. All right, so then number... Yeah, this, this Dude, a guy came in. I don't. I think it's his tour manager or somebody like that came in and set up this whole elaborate setup. He, he It's not like he has this thing set up all the time. He came in and set up the whole thing. And then, uh, and then broke it all down when he was done. Wow. Like the guy spent an hour setting it all up. That's that's a tour manager needing a job during COVID. Well, the, he was nice. I mean, I, I the, both these guys are super nice, and 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 I had a great time. I just, I just, I'm yeah. telling you, it, it wasn't a good interview. Yeah. And on top of that, Jesus Christ, dude, it's ridiculous how fucking horrible I look. Yeah, and we're gonna wrap it up with a nice bow at the end after number two. Okay. So number two, you say. I saw the video. I really don't like the way I let's just make it simple, baby. I really don't like the way I look in the video. You know, the and then you because he might be like, huh, why not? So you may need to elaborate and say, like, the wide angles. That's not the way he talks, by the way. He talks just like this. I'm Jack Ingram, man. Why not, man? Come on, man. Come on. Be a buddy. Come on. Be a buddy. Let me put the podcast out. No, he's just, he doesn't talk like that. I know, that. I know. He's a very smart. He's like, oh, Confucius says. And, uh, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, somewhere between, between those two. Somewhere between a fucking Hogwarts <laughs> goblin and a fucking cartoon <laughs> character that lives out on the open range. All right, so where are you at? Where, where are we up to? 
All right, we got, hey, dude, just checked out the podcast. And man, I've got a few issues with it. I don't think that I did a good job as a guest. I was a little out of it that day, and that's on me. Two, I saw the video, and I really don't like the way I look in the video. And then should I just suggest, is there any way we could just do it again? I wouldn't even frame it that way, because then that really leaves the door for him to be like, no, man, it's great. Let's just do it. I think you need to be more assertive and say, I'd like to take it down. And I'd like to, I'd like to do it again. Well, it's not up yet. I'd like to not use it. Yeah, I'd like to not, I'd like to not publish that. And you could say something like, if it's cool with you, but those little caveats make it easier to be like, oh man, it's great. I want to do it. And then you're like, then you have to sort of redo the whole thing you're trying to do. The thing, the thing is you don't want it up, period. So we're not going to, I'd like to publish it. So leave it at that and send it. So I'd like to not publish it. But then, but then the nice thing at the end is you can say, I love talking to you. I think we have great conversations and I'd, I'd really just, I think it'd be cool if we tried it again with maybe, you know, I need to be in a better spot. And then I think we need to have a talk about the cameras and that's as reasonable as it gets, baby. You've complimented him. You've not put it all on him. You've taken responsibility and you've let him, and you let him know what you want. I love talking to you. I think we have great conversations. I'm just not, I'm just not convinced this was one of them. Yeah. I think we should do, I think we should try it again. Let's try it again and see if we can get something better. And then it's on him. I love you, and I think we have great conversations. I think we should try it again. Yeah. And maybe you could do it remotely, dude. And that might, maybe, I don't know if this is too much to put in, because really what you want to get across to him now is that you don't want him to publish that. So there may be another conversation about how you want the next one to go. But you could even say, like, and I can do it from my studio. That way you don't have to worry about, you know, your really nice tour manager setting everything up. That, that was really cool. But I'll be able to give you good audio. You could sell them. I do my own podcasts. I'll be able to give you good audio, good video. Have your tour manager edit it all in. So that's that, this way you're going to get what you want. And you're being honest. And if they haven't published it yet, dude, you're all good, man. All right. This is what I'm writing. All that, what I said before. I love talking to you. I think we have a great conversation. I think we should try it again. Send. There you go. Keep it short and simple. And you're letting him know what you want. There's no, he can't, he can't get out of that. I just sent it. Good. I wonder if we'll get a real-time update during this episode. Well, we'll see. There's no telling if he's going to be awake. I mean, it's 9.30 in the morning. I don't even get up until uh, noonish. I don't get up <laughs> until the sun goes down. I don't down. get up until the rooster crows. We live with roosters. I'm Jack Ingram. <laughs> Would he be so offended if he heard that? No, he's got a great sense of humor. He, he, I, I, I love him. I, I, he's, he's one of those guys that knows everybody and everybody likes him. And there's a reason for that. He's, uh, he's a likable dude and he's smart. And, uh, and I, I will say this go on (laughs) just the production, the production value needs to go up a little bit on that show. 100%. Well, here's what I think is really fascinating about that is, well, here's, here's the other thing that's weird as fuck, dude. He's got nice mics. Everything's being recorded on mics it's not like it's a zoom recording and the audio is fucking horrible well, that's what i'm saying that's what i don't understand is like my pr- the production of my two podcasts is really good it's something that that i've been that i've been praised for ever since i started doing this four years ago and yeah we use mics and we record shit and we know how to engineer but it, but it's still very kind of diy i mean it's like you and i've been doing this podcast remotely for two or three years now and our audio sounds fucking killer why can't people get it right and plus he's got the fucking multi camera thing what well, he doesn't he doesn't record he doesn't know how to use any daw so he he does he he doesn't do any of it himself it's just, he relies on these other people to do it and it's amazing to me how many people reach out i mean you probably don't get this much but i get it a lot of like people can't figure out how to do it it's like, well, 
I mean, Google it. <laughs> I didn't go to a class. There you go. You got the shades on, baby. These I, I realized what I think I look like with these shades on Prince. Yeah, those are definitely Prince shades. This is Prince if Prince had a, a silvery, distinguished uh, man of man of wisdom beard. I was with some friends this weekend, and we were on a road trip listening to records together, which I realized I haven't done in a very long time. It was really, really cool. Like We were just listening to music together and like paying attention to it. And we were listening to early Bob Dylan. We were listening to uh, Hard Rain's Gonna Fall. And I was talking about you and this theory that we sort of landed on with Prince of like coming out fully formed, like like they've done it before. And I was listening to that Bob Dylan song, Hard Rain. And I was like, man, how did he know all this when he was so young? I know he was like fucking 18, 19. He was, he was like, uh, he was, he wrote all of the songs that are his hits before he was 22. Yeah. Right. Blown in the wind. How do you write that when you're fucking? blown in the i know i know i unless it's like sometimes to, to justify it to myself i'm like maybe it was an accident like he was reading a lot of books he's smart and when you're young you just soak all that up and and maybe it was an accident but here's here's what happens when it's an accident you only do it one time here's what happens when you're the real deal you do it over and over and over and over and that's what he did well i heard that he used to read like old newspapers like newspapers from like the 1920s. That definitely sounds like something he would do. And then he would pick up that sort of vernacular and that sort of way of talking, which was very... Like old timey. Old timey, but also very specific. And also, you know, in modern times, there's just a lot of slang that we use. It's sort of a lot of like lazy language. And he just doesn't use that in his songs. He's very specific. In his I was talking to somebody about that recently. We were riding over here and there's certain things that you can't like, here's what you can sing about. You can sing about calling someone on the phone. Pretty weird to sing about calling someone on an iPhone. Like it doesn't work. Right. Or you can sing about taking a cab to see somebody in Paris. You can't sing about Uber. There's just some things that won't, that just immediately date the work you're doing in a bad way. But like, you can always sing about a telephone. Isn't that interesting? I know what you're talking about. I agree. And yet at the same time, disagree well it's not even that i disagree but yeah if you're talking about something that's going to kind of come and go that's one thing but like a cell phone or an iphone that's that's here for a while and i think uber's here for a while yeah if you're going to say i took an uber to you you may as well just say cab because it's a bigger it's a bigger image and it's a more classic image it's more romantic i took an I uber like, to you i feel like cabs might even date it more than uber's because, I mean, how much how much longer a cab is going to be around? Yeah, but no one even really uses a telephone anymore either, though. I mean, the, tr the truth is, now you text people. Dude, the last time I used a telephone was when we were doing that gag to introduce our show, like, two years ago. <laughs> and I had to go buy it. At I had to go buy a well. phone also. And then we didn't even use that. Then we didn't even use it. I think about that, because that was before COVID. And I'm like, yeah, I just went to a little thrift store, maskless. Dude, I don't know bought a phone, now, but I... I Everywhere I go, I just ask at the door, is it recommended or required, this mask? Because if it's recommended, I ain't wearing it. No, I'm, I'm done wearing it. I don't it. have to, I'm not wearing it. Yeah, Here. same. I'm done doing it. I had to go pay a ticket yesterday. You got a ticket? I got this. It was sort of a ticket. It was sort of a, a weird setup. This sheriff was like blocking the middle of the road and uh, forcing cars to get out of the middle lane and back into traffic that was at a standstill. And I was just trying to get down to the turn you know the middle 
you got four lanes of traffic and then you got a turn lane in the middle. And I was in that turn in the middle and I was driving a long way. It wasn't like, it wasn't like the light was 10 yards ahead of me. It was like two football fields ahead. So I was kind of skipping the line basically. And this cop had pulled out and kind of half blocked it. And so the two cars that were in front of me that were trying to do the same thing I was doing were being forced back into this standstill traffic. It's a, it was a dick move and all it was going to do was make more traffic. And these people were never going to get back in because it was backed up like a quarter of a mile. And I was like, fuck man, I'm not going to wait around for these. And I just thought they were dickheads trying to cut the line and we're in the middle lane and they weren't going to turn. And then they were, you know, just trying to skip the traffic. And so I was like, I'll just drive around these guys. So I, there was nobody coming in the other lane. So I, you know, drove around them took me to uh, one second. And then as soon as I drove around him, I realized, Oh, there's a cop cop up here. That's blocking half blocking the lane. Hmm. That's why they're trying to get back in. Not had the cop not done that. They would have just driven down to the corner and taken a left. Like I was doing. Right. instead. The guy waved. Then the cop waves me. He goes, no, no, no. Don't try to pull in like these other guys. You drive past me, motherfucker, which I did. <laughs> And then he put on his lights and he fucking gave me a ticket. And he didn't even give me a ticket where it was like, you can pay this online. It was like, you must appear before the fucking justice of the peace. You're so now had, a criminal. Yeah, you're a criminal now. So I had to go down there. And then I found out when I got down there, I didn't have to go down there. I could have just paid it online. Hmm. Fun. That's some like, fun stuff. I know. And I was like, well, can I, can I see the justice of peace since I'm here? And they're like, oh, no, you can make an appointment. And then we'll contact you within a month. I'm like, I'm not fucking around with all that. So I ended up paying like the $230 ticket that's going to go on my license saying I was driving on the wrong side of the road. Wow. Which is a shitty ticket. I've, Dude, I don't know, man. I mean, I the police, being a police, this was a sheriff. Being law enforcement is a hard job. It's a thankless job. And it's a yeah. job I'm glad people do. I really yeah. appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that we have law enforcement in this country, but don't try to f protect me and serve. Don't rape me. Don't try to fuck me up on the roads. I'm a great driver. I don't think they want to do it either. I don't think law enforcement wants to have to fucking scrounge up all this money from motorists. I think it's the people in charge is like, hey, you got to write this many tickets. Yeah, it's the city. They get quotas yeah. they get, for sure. Fuck I mean, I have friends who are cops and family members, police and law enforcement. The system's so big. There's so many people here and it's so fucked up on so many different levels. Most of those people are just trying to do their jobs and go home and get paid and you're going to get burned. I mean, you know, like there's going to be collateral damage and lots of actual damage. Obviously, it's going on in this country, but Anyway, I agree with you. I'm I'm glad that they do it, and you know, I've never really been a fuck the police kind of kind of dude. Um, uh, I'm definitely not a fuck the police kind of dude, dude. Fuck that. Hey, let me ask you this: Did you check out that vinyl yet? Did you look at the color of it? I sent Bob a Lunar Satan care yeah, package. I haven't even opened it. I, I I I did what I do with all my vinyl, which is I put it on my stack of unopened vinyl. <laughs> but I I I have seen pictures of your vinyl, and I will look at it because it i the pictures of it that i've seen look badass it's like red yeah it's, it's like a yeah it's like blood red blood red translucent and so <clears throat> for any of you out there who are interested in it, and several iok family members out there have gotten the lunar satan stuff so if anyone there's a few extra pieces left 
I mean, I'm talking like maybe less than 50 vinyl and cassettes and shirts. And I don't know if I'm likely to make more. So if anyone wants some, you can shoot us an email, bobandclint at gmail.com. Which, by the way, we did get a sweet email I wanted to read to you from... First of all, thanks to Oliver Lash, who increased their Patreon. They were at the $5 level, and they were like, fuck this. I'm kicking it up to 10 And so I appreciate that. That's, That's pretty cool. You know what that is? BDE. Oh, all caps. BDE 24-7. All right, we did get a nice message from Ann Brooks, who's also a patron. Seven days a week, dude. <laughs> She says, Clinton, Bob, some of my most enjoyable moments on your podcast are when y'all truly make each other laugh, not an amused chuckle, but the kind of laughter that cannot be faked. Bob's laugh borders on psychotic delirium and I lose it every time. And Clint, your laugh gets me most because it seems to take something truly funny to get you to break out of that professional vibe and it's so authentic. I know you've mentioned the maniacal laughter bit you've done on Metal Up Your Podcast, but it would be so awesome to do a compilation of all of y'all's best laughs from the IOK podcast. I totally play it whenever I'm feeling down. Just an idea. Keep up the great work. We listen to a lot of podcasts, but yours is by far the one my husband and I most look forward to, period. Thanks, oh, nice, Anne. Nice. I love that. Thank you. Thank uh, you, I Anne. will say this. I mean, I, I, haven't, I haven't been listening to the last like two or three episodes, but I've listened to a lot of these shows that we've done just, you know, just to see if they're good or if I'm doing yeah. a good job because I want to make yeah. sure. Here's what I am, dude. I'm not an amateur. Mm, I'm no. a PRO, dude. Yeah. And so what I want what what PROs do is we improve, we get stronger, we get righter. I know it's hard to like you're like, well, you're either right or wrong. No. You're either right or you're writer. And we're <laughs> fucking getting writer. I'm I'm getting writer every day. So I listen to him and I'm telling you, dude, I feel the same way. When we make each other crack up. That's when I'm laughing out loud listening to the podcast because it's still, yeah. it's still funny afterwards. You know, the reason it made me laugh the first time is it's still make me laugh. <laughs> I appreciate uh, I appreciate that feedback. That's nice. Thank you. Yeah, and you can write in Bob and Clint at gmail .com. We'll read it on the show if we like it, and uh, it might stimulate some interesting conversation. We are going to bid you adieu now. And head on into the Secret Weekly, where we hang out for an extra 5 to 10 minutes, sometimes 20 goddamn minutes. And we definitely talk about things we could never put on the actual show. If you want to come into the Secret Weekly with us, you can join us on Patreon. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the letters I-O-K. Dude, the shit we talk about on the Secret Weekly is so fucking top secret. Like, I'm almost thinking we need to start vetting people. I mean, we're going to, here's what we're going to do. We're going to we need clearance, yeah. people to join our Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash i okay we're gonna do, we're gonna let that happen for a little bit longer but eventually we're gonna start, have to start vetting people like the cia or the fbi vets people i mean I, the shit we talk about is just too too incendiary just let anybody in there we're gonna, we're gonna let you in there now for now you've been grandfathered in for now yeah because you you're listening to the show you can get it but for how much longer i don't know so you better you might as well just do it now because you don't know how much longer but eventually, you're gonna have to fucking get fingerprinted and you know affidavit, fucking notary and all that shit. So do it now. Do it now. Do and listen. Favorite. And and when you when you register, register to the best of your ability. It's easy to do. Support the podcast that you love that brings you joy, and you're gonna get shit too. I sent out a bunch of postcards yesterday. If you are a patron and have not gotten a postcard and you want one, shoot us an email. I'll get you one in the mail. And uh, support our other podcasts. Support the people who make the shit you love. It's as simple as that. We'll see you later on the flippity floppity. Peace. Bye. <laughs>